Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block. Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. I was sent a post by Fox League yesterday afternoon that they posted. It says, the biggest transfers that will impact your club in 2024. Now, I haven't had a look at it yet. I'll wait for your live reaction. I got asked by Matt to give my live reaction on the podcast. I think there's about 10 slides here by the look of it. Going through different signings for different clubs. I will give my live reaction to each of them. I think it's got a little blurb for each player as well. So I'll read them out and then talk about what each signing means for that club. So let's kick it off. The very first signing from Fox League is the biggest trans, the biggest NRL transfers, Roger Tuivasa-Shek from Rugby Union to the Warriors. What they've said, while his natural position is at fullback, considering the form and reliability of Chanzical Clockstart, the returning star won't be wearing the number one. Webster has reportedly already told the former Raider he will be fullback, meaning the club's newest recruit will likely feature in the centre or on the wing. Very, very interesting situation there. Uh, and look, from what all, all I have heard uh, is that that is on the money. It looks like Roger Tuovasa-Shek will line up in the centres. Uh, look, would I rather play him at fullback? Yes, I definitely would. I think Chan's a brilliant fullback. He played a great role this year. But, I mean, Roger Tuovasa-Shek is a Dally M winner. He is one of the most talented players I have ever fucking seen. Uh, for him not to play, be playing fullback does kind of blow me away, to be honest with you. Can he be a good centre? I have no doubt whatsoever he can be a damn good center, yeah? 
He could be one of the better centers. But for me, if I've got Roger Tilvasashek in my team, I would be playing him at fullback. I would probably play Chance at center, to be honest with you. I thought Chance would play center this year. He was tremendous for the New Zealand Warriors all season. But I do think I would still rather have Roger in the one jersey. I think that if I'm playing Roger Tilvasashek, uh, I would rather have him at center than at fullback if I'm coming up against him, which I think should play a role. Now, if they do allow Roger to play center and roam a little bit, okay, we're having a different conversation. There is no doubt about that whatsoever, uh, but it will change a lot of the structures for the New Zealand Warriors, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how they handle that. But for me, if Roger is just going to be sitting down one corridor playing center on one side, uh, for me, that just doesn't make sense. I would want more out of Roger Tuovasashek. All right, let's have a look at our next one. Jack Whiten. From the Raiders to the Rabbitohs, the obvious position for Wine to fill is in the centres, having played in the role for both New South Wales and Australia. Isaiah Tash could be the man who makes way. Wine could also find himself playing in the halves, with pressure mounting on young gun Lockie Lanilius, who was hand- handed the mammoth task of filling the shoes of veteran halfback Adam Reynolds. Uh, look, I oh, I think Jack White's going to be a fantastic signing. Where he lines up, I'm not too sure yet. Uh, I want him to play left centre. That's where I want him to be. I think that could be one of the best edges in rugby league if he lines up at left centre. Uh, it's interesting to see in this article they mention uh, that he could play in the halves. I probably think he's more likely to play in the back row on that left side. I know that people have been seriously uh, throwing that up and seriously considering it. Uh, so it is one that you have to take into consideration. I think it's a bit of a waste having Jack White in there. Uh, left edge back row for South Sydney is one of the biggest decoys in rugby league. I just think it's a waste. I would rather have him in the halves than in the back row, uh, but I am surprised that didn't get a feature. As far as the Lockie Elias situation goes, I think there is a genuine chance that we could start next season and we could end up with uh, halfback Cody Walker, 5'8", Jack Whiten, uh, depending on how they go early. A lot of noise at South Sydney at the moment. Big test for Demetrio. He's got a star like Jack Whiten coming into the side. I think Cody Walker has shown over the last year or so that he has got halfback qualities, which I probably didn't think that he had to be completely honest with you, uh, but I think he has been very, very impressive. So I think there is a chance you could see Jack in the halves throughout the season, uh, but if I was picking my round one side for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, I would definitely have Jack Wyden at left centre. All right, our next one, Luke Brooks. The West Tigers to the Manly Seagulls. Brooks will partner Daly Cherry Evans, who is arguably one of the game's best playmakers and is cons- and is a consistent Queensland representative. The move has the potential to unlock Brooks, who at his best when given space and time to run the ball. Who is at his best when given when he's given space and time to run the ball. Cherry Evans is one of the game's best organizing halfbacks and will undoubtedly do everything he can to put Brooks in the right positions. The prospect of Schuster and Brooks forging a strong left side partnership could also be a scary one for rival sides attempting to defend the pair of attacking threats. I completely agree. As you guys know, I think Brooks is going to be a good signing for the Manly Seagulls. I think playing second fiddle to DCE will really help him. I just think the experience of having someone with DCE will help him as well. He's got a lot of strike weapons on that edge, and I completely agree with what this article just said, that uh, Brooks and Schuster together, they're going to cause a lot of defenses, a lot of issues throughout the year. But I do think there is the other side of the coin, which I think is quite often ignored. Uh, Defensively, both of them can really struggle. I am worried about Brooks. Brooks and Schuster defending next to each other. In saying that, when Schuster was defending in the back row a couple of years ago, he was pretty solid there. It's when he moved back to 5'8 that it sort of just all went to water. So I am hoping that if those... I 
do believe if those guys can sort out their defense, which Schuster has shown before he can do, uh, I, I think they're going to have a great partnership there, and I think they're going to cause a lot of issues. That edge is going to be great for Brooksy if, if they're full full fit and firing. He'll be going down that side with Schuster running overs, Turbo out the back, Ruben Garrick out on the sting. Options absolutely everywhere. Uh, some of the most talented players in the game around him. So I do think Brooksy will be a good signing. I know that if he doesn't do well, people will jump on his back and go after him 100 miles an hour, which short, do your thing. Uh, but I'm a believer in Brooksy, and I think he will be a good signing for the Seagulls. Uh, Dominic Young. The Knights to the Roosters. Young made a huge decision to swap the Hunter for the Shores of Bondi. But in the process, he handed coach Trent Robinson a huge selection decision. Three doesn't go into two. And with Young, Daniel Tupu, and Suali'i, all candidates for a spot on the wing, one player will miss out. Young is one of the most is one of the competition's best wingers and scored a mouthwatering 25 tries, the most of any player, including finals games. The 22-year-old Englishman international will almost certainly wear the Roosters jersey next season, but who will be the man to make way? Really interesting. You've got those three elite wingers that can need to fit into two. Personally, I think Daniel Tupu has to be one of them. I don't think there's any question about that. He will be one. The other spot, Suali or Dom Young. I do think the other option that this article potentially overlooked a little bit is moving Suali'i to left centre. I think Joey Manu is locked into right centre. They won't be moving him. But Billy Smith, uh, I think he's the other one that could potentially fall out of this side. I don't want him to. I'd like to see him stay. Uh, I guess it also depends on what Suali'i is doing with Union and whatnot. If he is making a move, potentially, uh, you prioritise other guys. I, if I was Suali'i, though, I would be second-guessing that contract quite a bit right now. Uh, but that's obviously up to him, not up to me, and no shock to anyone. Uh, but yeah, I think Dom Young, I I think even if he doesn't start round one, I think once he does get into this side, I don't think he will look back, and I think he will stay there. It's going to be a pretty scary prospect if you're the first rooster outside back to get injured or suspended. Uh, you might not get your jersey back. Coming off an incredible season, Dom Young, and it's just the little things in his game that have improved defensively, uh, where he stands, his positioning, all that sort of stuff that has just improved his reads. Uh, they have improved out of sight this year, so he's got all the highlights and everything, which is great, but it's the one percenters, which is why I was a bit surprised the Roosters signed him in the first place, but he's improved out of sight over the last couple of months. So full credit to Dom Young. I think he has to be in the Roosters' side somewhere. Our next one, Stephen Crichton, one of the more interesting ones. Panthers to the Canterbury Bulldogs. Blake Taff looks to be a quality fullback and could be the Bulldogs' answer after Hayes Perrin failed to secure the spot this season. That leaves Crichton in the centres, a position which he has made his own for the Panthers, playing a crucial role in their trio of premierships. Crichton's defence on the edge went to a new level in 2023, and many pundits have labelled him the best centre in the game, while he was also named in the in the Dally M team of the year. Uh, for me, I think it is wild, absolutely fucking wild, for the Canterbury Bulldogs to sign Stephen Crichton and sign Blake Taff and Blake Taff is the guy you play at fullback. That will blow me away if that is how it plays out. I understand that Stephen Crichton is a premier centre in our game. I get that. But my God, you're signing a superstar like that. I just think they have to be playing fullback. I just, uh, it just doesn't quite make sense to me. I do not believe Blake Taff is the answer. He is a solid player, Blake Taff. He is very good. Uh, but I do not think you move Stephen Crichton out of the position he wants to play for that. I think you got an absolute superstar. you got a Big game player there in Stephen Crichton. I would 100% uh, be playing him at fullback. Uh, there has been rumors and people from the Canterbury Bulldogs, like fans and stuff, have told me that Stephen Crichton is going to play center, which I just find 
Very, very hard to believe. Stephen Crichton and Roger Tilvasa-Sheck, if I was the Warriors and the Bulldogs, I would not even be second-guessing. I would be playing them at fullback without a doubt. Our next one, Spencer Lenu, Panthers to the Sydney Roosters. Lenu is arguably one of the competition's best impact players, delivering off the bench for the Panthers across their three years of premiership glory. The 23... My God, he's 23. That's unbelievable. The 23-year-old enforcer could come off the bench for the Roosters with Lindsay Collins and veteran Jared Rea Hargrave starting. Lenu would join Terrell May on the bench to form a scary middle rotation. He could also start in Trent Robinson's side. However, he has scarcely played in the run-on side and his impact off the bench is the hallmark of his game. Yeah, I think with Lindsay Collins and JWH, I think they will be the starting front row forwards. I think Spencer Lenu and Terrell May, uh, they might just be, and off the top of my head, I think they are going to be the best front row forwards coming off a bench in 2023, uh, in 2024, sorry. This Rooster side, I know that they've sort of misfired the last few years, but my goal with that pack and those middles, uh, they are going to be very, very hard to contend with when they are fully fit next year. Throw in a Victor Radley who was playing a lot tougher and a lot smarter at the back end of this season. Uh, they're going to have one hell of a side. And Spencer Lenu and Terrell May, my goal, when they come on the field, you are going to feel an impact for the Sydney Roosters. They might be one of the teams that might be better from the 20-minute mark to the 60-minute mark than they are from the 0 to the 20. Uh, wild how strong uh, those bench forwards are going to be. They're going to be coming on against other front row forwards who aren't at the top caliber. I think you'll see a lot of mind games with the Sydney Roosters this year when teams are taking them on. I think a lot of teams will shift one of their better front row forwards to the bench to try and compete with Spencer Lenu uh, and Terrell May during games. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see it, how it plays out. And I think coaches, I think they'll go a little bit rogue against the Sydney Roosters next year. So something that I'm very, very keen to watch. Hopefully, those four front row forwards are able to stay fit for the entire season. Tommy Flegler from the Brisbane Broncos to the Dolphins. The 24-year-old signed a bumper four-year deal, which will likely see him become the prop the club will build around for years to come. Felice Kofusi, Kenny... Bromwich and Jesse Bromwich, Mark Nichols, Jared Wallace are all coming to the end of their careers. Meanwhile, Flegler has a big job on his hands in years to come. For now, the gun prop will likely partner Bromwich in the front row, joining a rotation which includes those experienced names. I genuinely think this could be uh, one of the more important signings for the Dolphins ever. I think Flegler is going to have a huge career there, uh, and I think he's going to be a fantastic signing. They've got those experienced boys, as the article just said, but my God, uh, adding Tom Flegler, who I I think could be one of the best front row forwards of the next era. I think he's ready to step up and own his own forward pack as well. He was sort of stuck behind Payne Haas, Paddy Carrigan, and these sort of guys. After seeing what he did in Origin and in big games this year, I reckon Tom Flegler is just banging down the door going, fuck, give me a license to own my own forward pack. I reckon he's going to absolutely rip and tear uh, for the Dolphins next season. Uh, Bud Sullivan, Dragons to the Tigers. The 22-year-old will likely wear the number six next season, partnering Caesar, who will steer his troops around the park. Sullivan has been stuck behind Ben Hunt and Junior Ramone at the Dragons for several years and even requested an immediate release from his contract after the 2022 campaign. Sullivan is at his best when running the ball and is an eyes-up player who Marshall will undoubtedly nurture. Sullivan couldn't ask for a better mentor and he could be a dangerous asset for the Tigers. Fresh off, back-to-back, wooden spoon. 
Maroons. Bud Sullivan, I think he's one of the more interesting guys coming into next season. Incredibly talented. Does also feel like every time he has, he starts to get momentum or he plays a good game. Someone returns from injury or he gets injured or he drops out of the side. Always something weird happening with Bud. I do think it'll be interesting. Latu Fainu also at the club. I think Bud starts in round one. Uh, that would probably be my prediction, but I'm telling you, I don't think Latu is going to be all that far off. Uh, it's going to be interesting, especially if Latu has a big series for Tonga this offseason against England. I think he'll be the starting 5'8". Uh, he could really put his hand up for a round one jersey there. So good to see Bud Sullivan in competition with another player, but you would have to think that Bud will be the 5'8 round one. Uh, he's also a guy, you know, they've got Appy, so you don't really need a 14, but he could play a role there. Uh, but I think Bud Sullivan's going to do well at the West Tigers. I think he'll be a good little signing. I just need to sort out all the other shit. You know the story with the West Tigers, uh, and that's what worries me a little bit. Are they going to get the absolute best out of him? I really hope Benji Marshall can take him under his wing because, fuck, there is such a good footballer in Bud Sullivan. Just haven't seen him put it all together just yet, but we're really, I'm really hoping that he can be part of the West Tigers turnaround. Um, our next one, another one to the Dolphins from the Broncos. So Broncos to Dolphins, Herbie Farmworth. Farmworth cemented himself as one of the NRL's best centers in 2023. His performances this season only proved to make his switch to the Dolphins an even bigger blow for the Broncos. Being named in the Dally M Team of the Year, Farmworth has made no secret of his desires to try his hand at fullback in the future, but faced a stiff competition for the number one jersey in Redcliffe. Hamiso Tabuai Fido, who admittedly is another gun center, is likely the Dolphins' long-term fullback. A center partnership of Farmworth and Avrilo could prove to be very dangerous for the Dolphins. The other name that was mentioned there is Avrilo. I think these two are going to make a fantastic combination next year. Herbie Farmworth, I think you'll be on the left edge. And I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, you saw them, you saw Wayne do it a little bit this year with um, Hamiso and other guys that he'd sort of shift him out of fullback, jump into center. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Herbie and Hammer sort of swap occasionally throughout the season or throughout games. I think Herbie will be given a little bit of a license. He proved this year to be close to unstoppable for the Brisbane Broncos. Even the Penrith Panthers couldn't really stop him in that grand final. They did everything they could. They kicked it down the throat. Jesse Arthurs, they tried to get up in his face and they simply weren't able to handle him. So I think going to the Dolphins, oh fuck, I think he's going to be a great, great signing. Between Flegler and Herbie, they've got some absolute guns there and I'm very keen to see what Wayne does with Jake Avarillo as well. Guys, those are the 10 of 9, I think it was, players suggested by Fox League on their Instagram post the other day as the biggest NRL transfers and our live reactions. Obviously, uh, as the season gets closer to next season, the preseason and whatnot, we'll be doing a lot more content on big name signings and all that sort of stuff. And you know what the off season's like? There's probably a few more dominoes still to fall at the end of this World Cup. So there's going to be plenty more coming our way in the NRL transfers market. <laughs>